Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Tuesday, September 26, right? 2023. Welcome. <clears throat> Welcome to Elijah Streams. Uh, blessings to you all for it's going to be a great show today. We're going to bring Charlie Champagne. Got some great revelation. I got them all in my notes. We're going to uh, enjoy hearing a lot of what the Lord has had to say about these times right in front of us. So uh, we're going to bring on Mike and Lori Sally in just a minute to talk about the whole giving program that we have. What I mean is where your money is going. Uh, they're going to talk about not only the wells, but, you know, where they are and, and more things about them that you you have don't get to normally hear in just a quick spot that we run. So before I bring them on, a quick announcement that we've been working on for several months, a brand new website for Elijah Streams. ElijahStreams.com is our main site for this program, but it's been completely amplified and updated and modernized and the whole thing. It's going to be being put online today so some of you for the next day or two could have interruptions or funny things happening while it's trying to populate itself. Sometimes it takes a while, 48 hours for all the pieces to get populated and fixed and broken uh, links fixed and different things like that. So that will happen either by today and tonight or maybe maybe up to two days from now when it's fully working. So I know you're going to love the site. It's going to be a lot more searchable and you're going to see all the programs easily. You won't even necessarily have to go to Rumble. It, it's going to take you. Uh, I think we're streaming it from Rumble when you click on our site, but you'll be able to do it from our site if you want to. So, all right. So, without further delay, let's bring in Mike and Lori Sally. Many of you met hey. Mike and Lori from in Israel, who that you guys were heroic in what you did to help keep that thing yeah. going. Of course, the staff that stayed home did were also just as heroic, but. Uh, how are you guys? You and you're back I'm from Uganda great. not that long ago, right? So right, yeah. Yeah, we got back in uh, early last month, and uh, it was it was awesome. We got to go and see um, all the work that Elijah Streams is doing, and meet some of the people that are benefiting from the water projects. And so we're excited yeah. to share a couple. And some of, of these people may not know, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna turn this over to you here in a second. But some people may not know. We didn't start you. You started us. You went over there and built the village, and you did this for like 20 years before we finally, uh, give or take, before we finally sponsored a well one time. And I became hooked, and I said, "Can you handle another one?" And then, what if I? What if could you handle it if I did too? And I kept growing it. So we attached ourselves to you, not the other way around, just so people know how this works. So uh, I'm just to turn it over to you and let you guys talk about what you have for today. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I wanted to just share, first of all, like the numbers and the scope and the overall picture of what's been done through Elijah Streams viewers. It's true that we were doing stuff before Elijah Streams, but never to this scale. And so it's definitely taken it to a whole nother level. But yeah, let me and let me interject real yeah. quick. Excuse me just a minute. I, I told you mm -hmm. I, I was going to correct it. I accidentally over reported. I think I said we had one hundred and seventy nine or even maybe a little more depending on So my goof was right now, as of today, it's 159 wells. Is that right? It's actually 173 overall. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It's 173 because yeah, so I looked, okay. So yeah, any, and those are either completed or in progress. Some of those okay. are in progress. Some of those have been approved and funded, but not, you know, they're getting ready to start on them. So yeah, but there's so many, so many people and several different countries as you can see where we've been working now in nine different countries wow um so it's grown from uganda to some other places as you can see 
uh, South America. We've got Brazil. There's actually a missionary that's getting ready to, to float down a boat on the Amazon River for many, many, many hours to drill uh, to drill a well. Crazy. The second one. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's good. And then we've done some work in, in America. A lot of people don't realize we've done some wells um, in Arizona, Montana, Illinois. And so we're doing stuff in the United States and, of course, a lot in, in Africa as well. And we're beginning to expand, as you can see, into different countries. And, and that one, can I just say this, that one up in Ethiopia, top right, that's the one some of you have seen that water well exploding, a really large one. We've only done one large one like that. And that's that one up in Ethiopia. Just saying. Yeah, that we'll was an artesian well. Yeah, it was a, a lot of pressure, a lot of water in that one. And okay. Nepal as well. So um, there's been a lot. And, and, you know, we estimate and it's hard to know exactly, but we estimate over 60,000 people that have been impacted by this water. And it could be more than that, honestly. I think that's a pretty conservative estimate. Do you mean by impacted? Do you mean they get to use the water? 60, Correct. 60, yes. 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 Yeah. And that's, a, you know, averaging around 350 uh, per people per well. But, but you know, that, I've heard some places that, you know, they estimate 500 to 1,000 people right. per well. I think we're being really conservative. But can you imagine the generosity of Elijah Streams? helping and impacting over 60,000 people with clean water every single day. Oh. That's amazing. And, and I know you, you and I know when you say Elijah James, we're talking about the people, not right. us. We didn't do it. Y'all did it. I mean, yes, I mean the, those that donated, right. when I go, when we went to Israel and I saw someone down in Las Vegas, say, I love your wells. I love your wells. I love your wells. They almost always say that. I love your prophets. I love your wells. So yeah. So that's what we mean. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's like I was I was telling you before the show started, I wanted people to realize, though, that there these numbers are amazing. And, you know, 60,000 or more people is amazing. But, you know, God sees each one of us individually. And there are 60,000 plus individual stories of people that are impacted from this. And so when we went to Uganda, that was kind of our mission is to go out and see some of the wells and meet some of the people um, that were benefiting from the water. You know, everybody's got a personal story. You know, it's one thing we see a lot of stuff on Facebook and the internet, always about a lot of numbers and it sounds awesome and it is awesome. But you know, when, when you realize God cares for me, he's thinking about me when he brought this water, that, that, that excites me. And so we met some of these people and we wanted to share a few stories uh, with you Love it. on that. And so, so the first one, I'll, before we start the video, Emily, I, I wanted to share, we went out, we walked down these these dirt roads and, and went to the old dirty water sources. And this one that we're getting ready to show you was was terrible. We didn't ship, we don't have a video of the water source, but terrible place. And as we're walking back, they're telling us that one of the problems with this location, not to mention that the water's dirty, but they said there's monkeys that were chasing people away from the well. Now, people think of monkeys as being these nice, cuddly little, you know, creatures, but they're sometimes pretty aggressive. And even as we're walking back to, they said, they told me, did you see the monkeys? I'm like, no, I didn't see it. He goes, yeah, they were up in the tree watching us as we were looking at this little water source. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the monkeys would come down and disturb people. And so I was like, wow, that's crazy. So as we're walking back, you know, we've got all these banana trees around us. And this grandma comes out of the banana trees. And we began talking to her. And what we wanted to do was say, hey, you know, we're, we're here representing Elijah's dreams and we're here to let you know why you have water. So maybe we could show the video. And awesome. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen this. 
She says that this, this is done by the Lord. People from around the world heard about the need for clean water and God moved on their hearts to, to donate and to provide this clean water for you. So you're right. It's because Jesus loves you. She wakes up even at night and praises the Lord that he loves them so much. God is good. God is good. Yes. Hello. It's like it's like I'm I'm in the chest of an angel. <laughs> Oh man, are you kidding? <laughs> oh man, oh, we're, that, that makes it worth it all, doesn't it? It does. And, and it's like weird. It's, it's like Lori was there, you know, as a stand-in for every person that donates to clean water. She's there, and she's giving you a hug. And she, you know, we were just representing each person there, and you know, it's just it was amazing to see how thankful she was and you know how she popped out of the bushes and began just talking mm -hmm. we didn't know what she was saying um but yeah that's one of many 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 people okay. who who pray they pray for water and you know we're able to help provide this and, and, and you know, know we don't think about that they they do they they this is like a prayer that they, they absolutely pray for wow. absolutely and we'll this next story we'll we'll, we'll show you oh, we okay. have another story that Lori's gonna uh Lori's going to share with yeah, you. Yeah, I love this one. That one, uh, hugging that beautiful lady makes me want to cry. Ugh. But this next story, so we went to another village. And I just, I wish we could have videoed so people could understand the distance, the terrain, the, the energy, and the work that it takes to find these water places, to find clean, to put clean water in. And, and the pastors and the leaders and our team, our Show Mercy team, that are, are helping to do this, it takes so much energy and it takes so much collaboration. I was just in awe as I was working with my team and we were traveling to some of the places they had to go. It's incredible the unity that, that's being stirred up in these different villages because of the water. So not only are we saving lives through the clean water, but it's just, it's bringing the community together for a common cause, whether they're believers or not, they're coming together for a common cause. And mm. so that really stood out to me. But so they take us out to this one lady to meet. Her name is Florence. And I want you to see her picture. This is her with her grandkids. She is an intercessor in her church. And she is the sweetest, sweetest, gentlest, but wow. strong spirited woman. So they took us out there. And this was her story. Our team came out with the surveyors. We knew we wanted to do water in this area because they had to walk a mile an hour, no, it wasn't a mile, walk an hour. an hour to get clean water. And this particular Jaja, she... Jaja's grandma, grandma, by the way. <laughs> she had prayed and asked the Lord to, to put the water on her property because she wanted to, obviously, she didn't want her grandkids to have to walk an hour. She wanted the water source near her, but she also loves to share the gospel. She's an intercessor. She loves the Lord, and she knew that it would be a point of contact to minister to her community. So our team goes out, they had met her and obviously fell in love with her. And as the surveyors checked, there wasn't any water in the area on her property where they thought they would do it. So they left. 
And they went around the village looking for another area that might be a good spot. And so they actually found an area and they found a family that had water on their property. Funny story is, though, this family could not come together in unity. They could not agree to donate their land to help bring clean water to their community. So the surveyors left. And so they kept looking. And Florence just said, would you just come and check again? In the meantime, while they're away doing the survey, she is... I, I think at first, you know, heartbroken, like thinking, Lord, I, I feel like you told me that I was going to have water on my property, that the water well would be here. And so she's, I don't know what she's doing, cleaning, washing clothes Listen or something. She's listening yeah. to the radio and she hears this pastor sharing a sermon. And he says, if the enemy has stolen something from you, now is the time to claim it back. And she said like this faith and this boldness rose up inside of her and she went to this spot on her property. And she reached down and she lifted up the dirt and she let it go. And she just claimed wow. water well will be here in Jesus name. <laughs> and that was it. That's all she did. So then the surveyors came back around and she said, would you please just check in this area one more time? And what do you think happened? They checked <laughs> the area and they found water. They I found mean, water. Oh, we have no idea. We have no idea that this is going on. You know, we just amazing i was asked i was like wait are you telling me that she grabbed the dirt and held it up and prayed and, yes yes she grabbed the dirt and, held it, and there and there's her there's her well right now so oh, that's a that. community well so the community comes now people are giving their lives to jesus oh, and man. the testimony of jesus of, of of this miraculous moment of believing in faith and claiming and just calling out to god and then watching it happen it has just stirred up this faith in that community. And when we were there hanging out with her, I, we asked Florence, we said, would you pray for us? We want this boldness, this courage to believe for the impossible, to believe for things that we can't see. And there she is praying for us. It was the most impactful time in prayer. And if she was here, she would pray for all of you. And she wanted oh, us man. to tell every person that's donated to make this water possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're not only saving lives you're you're taking away that burden can you imagine walking an hour to go get water Every one day. way <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know what and I, I, I have to comment on this because i said it to you off the air when i grew up it's in the 50s and 60s all the mission stories are about the great white missionary who came in and yes we're helping we're still helping we're still the great white missionary if you will but uh, we were the ones that prayed for the people. We were the ones that taught. And here she is teaching you. She's teaching us. She's praying for you. And you're receiving it. You know, it's like we don't know over here what that's like until we see it in pictures. Like she's praying for you. Uh, like, so and, and, what, and what I told you is that's not, you know, that's not uncommon over there at all. I mean, if you, if you have been to our place, and then there's people watching I know that have been there, um, and you've met our staff and you've met some of the people around, you'll realize they're some of the most amazing, Jesus loving, you know, passionate people. And they pray for they pray for our team all the time. And, you know, I actually want to encourage people to come and see, you know, we're going to have an Elijah Streams trip in February and you can come and meet these people. We're going to take you to the same type of locations. You're going to get to, you know, go, work side by side with our team and us and and you and Doreen, and we're going to have an amazing trip 
uh, of meeting these people, meeting some of these 60,000 and hearing individual stories. And, and just it's hard to believe if you think about how many individual stories. Everybody's got a story because of this water. And so we want to encourage you to, to come on this that, trip with us and see yeah, firsthand. Doreen and I will, are looking forward to meeting a lot of the people that come, all of the people that come, you know, because it's a fairly it's a small group compared to like Israel is hundreds. This mm -hmm. is not like that. But yeah, I really want to encourage you all to apply. And how do, what do they, what do you say about the application? Is it an application process or what? Yeah, there's an application process. I believe maybe the link is in the description. If not, you could uh, email us info at showmercy.org. You can go to our website at showmercy.org. There it is right there. And actually under under missions, you'll see a list of trips and you can you'll see the Elijah Streets trip on there. But uh yeah, that's that's the website that'll get you the information. Show Mercy or Elijah that's good. Streets. If you guys will put it in the description below and in the chat today and the remarks, all of that, so that people have multiple ways. Awesome, you guys. Mike and Lori, yeah. you know, you've been friends for 20 years, uh, but we've never done so much ministry. That, uh, we were always just friends, not so much ministry together, although you did yeah. work for the Elijah List for a year or two. I can't remember how long it was, years ago. Yeah. But uh, God has so expanded your ministry, and so you, the people that are confused about it, that you, you are working full-time for your own village called the Field of Dreams. Is that the way you say it? Uh, and you got, mm -hmm, and yeah. you're also working full time for us. And you're you're more you're more in the states now than over there. Uh, right. But you right. are the ones, you know, when people we tell you people all the different places that the money's being donated to, that's mostly getting done by Mike and Lori. Whether it's wells or different things, including the traffic children, you guys are the ones that are finding these places. And we'll talk more about the traffic children soon because we're we already support um, a bunch of them. But we're going to talk more about supporting more of them. So we'll, we'll talk about that another time. So, all right, you guys, love you so much. Thank you, everybody, day. so much. Thanks for coming on. See you later. All right, take care. Love those guys. Love those guys. All right, uh, let's see. Time to bring on, uh, oh, I, I need to say David Herzog will be with us uh, tomorrow. And we tape them to, <laughs> I get all mixed up when we tape instead of run it live. So that's tomorrow. But all right, we'll, let's bring in Charlie Sham. So here we go. There he is, Charlie Sham. Good to see you. I don't know if you saw some of those, that, those pictures and videos. Amazing, huh? Oh my goodness. I was just blown away, Steve. I mean, I was really touched by it, watching everything that God is doing and you guys digging these wells. And as a person that, um, and the ministry that travels around the world and does a lot of work in Africa, uh, these wells are really touching, I can tell you, um, these communities. And I can just imagine the number of souls that are coming into the Lord by digging these wells. And so it is such an amazing work. And I'm also excited to see that you're going to be doing um, a broadcast with David yeah. about his crusade that's coming up in, in Pakistan that you yeah. guys uh, are fully funding. That is so yeah. amazing. So many souls are being saved through Elijah List and what you guys are doing. It's an exciting time that we're living in. And and I'm excited to be on with you today and talk about awesome. everything. Well, yeah, let's give it, thank you so much, Charlie. That's very nice of you to say all of that. Uh, before we get into that, uh, the content today, talk about you had a, a really intense time of uh, prophesying about the 10 days of awe. Is that, am I saying that right? The 10 days of awe uh, ending in Yom Kippur, which was yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm. Talk about who came to your uh, 
your what, what do we call it? Your retreat center? What do you have that, that people came to? Yeah, this is our world headquarters here in Moravian Falls. Okay. And we did a special day of prayer for the um the day of atonement. We always have we have prayer from uh, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 10 wow. weekly. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. But uh, yesterday was a really special day. We had hundreds of people come through uh, the center uh, all and start from 5 a.m. all the way through 10. The place was packed. The presence of the Lord, people praying in tongues, interceding for America, interceding for the nations. We, we finished the day by corporately taking communion together and believing that the Lord is going to touch America as well as the nations of the earth with the power of the Holy Spirit. People were laid out in the presence of God. The glory was here. And, you know, our last broadcast we did together, many, many people from around the world actually saw that broadcast. Some of them came to be with us on the Day of Atonement yesterday and were just so impacted, Steve, by what God was doing. And then, of course, we released those 58 prayer points, which I want to encourage people uh, to go back and look at either on our website or on Elijah uh, you, list. You know, that's and what amazing. Continue to pray over those things. 58 prayer points is a lot of prayer points. And that, you know, I commend you for going to all that work to get that done for the body. So we, we talked about it. We published it on the Elijah list. By the way, be sure to subscribe right here to the Elijah list. That's the written portion. So if we put that out, those points, is, it, it may not be able to be out on video because that's a long thing, but we sent out this way. So be sure and subscribe to that. So, well, I'm going to turn this over. We got a little bit late start, but you, and you got a lot of content. So just go ahead and then if you ch- uh, tell me when you change uh, notes, if you're on, tell me about Steve on my number such and such or something so I can help follow you. So, yeah, well, you know, I really believe that we are in a time of the revealing of the bride of Christ. Nice. There is a clash that is happening right now between the spirit of Jezebel yeah. uh, and what I would, and, and the, and if we were just to really expose darkness, I would say the temple of set, which dates all the way back to um, Egypt and uh, you know, the children of Israel and Moses and that whole satanic system and the revealing of the bride of Christ and uh, the true church of Jesus Christ. And so today we're just going to dive into some of these uh, prophetic uh, words that the Lord has been releasing to uh, me uh, really since uh, last year. And uh, the very first one, uh, Steve, that we were going to look at is August 21st, 2022, which uh, I entitled The Days of Blood and Fire. Now, that can sound really intense, but I want to tell the viewers that. you know, the Bible talks about in Acts chapter 2 about the days of blood and fire being days of the Holy Spirit and the outpouring of God's presence. Okay, that's good. So we are, we are entering into a time of uh, extreme clashes between light and darkness, uh, and we have to be vigilant. But the Lord told me that the church is entering into an age of militancy and spiritual confrontation. And 
we are going to begin to see a new prayer and global movement of prayer about to emerge in the church and around the world. And while these are days of blood and fire, the church needs to arise to a greater realm of intercession in order to uh, release the light of Christ and to see the power and presence of Jesus uh, displayed in the planet. Oh, good. good. Yeah. And, and, and while there are greater clashes of light and darkness about to come, what I was shown was that we were going to see the bride of Christ triumphantly riding upon the white horse into a place of victory. And so there is a covering, there is a protection, there is a release of the power and presence of Jesus uh, for those that are submitting themselves to the uh, lordship of Jesus. Um, I, I did see that there are going to be an increase of uh, you know, hurricanes, sizable earthquakes. And when I mean sizable earthquakes, I mean uh, tremendous shakings in different regions around the world. One of those places that I, I had seen, and I've prophesied this before, was I actually saw a shaking that was going to come uh, in the nation of China. And oh, it wow. would be tremendous shaking that would actually shake uh, the very wall or, or um, the, the wall of China. And there would, we would see that po a portion of the wall actually. Oh, the, liter the literal Great Wall of China that's been there for yes. thousands of years. Yes. I saw that there would be a tremendous shaking that would come that would actually bring a portion of that down. Wow. And it would be, and it would be a sign of what the Lord was doing in uh, shaking that nation and shaking the of, government of that country. Because we do get uh, words from time to time, and I, I sense that you're, this, this is a correct word. How can, can a person take that word and say, Lord, okay, the wall's coming down, part of it's coming down in China, and it's going to be said, can a person pray to minimize the death? Is that an okay prayer? Because it, it doesn't sound like God's saying pray against this. This is going to happen. Can they pray to minimize the death? Is that an acceptable prayer? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I believe that you that we're always to pray for humanity, to pray for people and their protection. Okay. I but I and I saw this shaking as a sign of what he was doing. It would correlate with um, not just the the shaking of this wall, but also the economic uh, structure of China yeah. and their economy. And so we can look to see that these two things are going to uh, be almost simultaneously or in the same time period that we would see these two, these two things. And the Lord spoke to me and said that it would be a sign uh, of the shaking or crumbling of, um, of communism. Good. You know, Good. Um, because... Communism is diametrically opposed to Christianity and, and, and the belief and system. Kind of, and are you saying the communism worldwide or just in China? I, I believe a, a, a shaking of it globally. 
good. A global shaking of communism, which if you remember years ago, I had given a prophetic word even about the United States of America and there being a balance um, uh, like a justice scale where there was capitalism on one side, communism on the other. And then the church was the third C that I seen that would tip the scales. And a lot of people, you know, when I released that word, they said, oh, you know, communism would never come or, or to America. But I mean, if we're looking at the current uh, situation that we are facing in the United States and uh, the underbelly of this government, we can see that there are uh, things that are happening that appoint to uh, domination, control, and communism uh, attempting to put its hand into this nation. Wow, that's good. Wow. So there, there are sizable earthquakes. I saw fires, droughts, uh, even heavy volcanic activity in various regions of the earth. Uh, and and uh, also had heard the Lord say uh, about America, May Day, May Day. Wow. So there is something that is coming that is is going to. Um, Cause uh, uh, require a great deal of um, intercession, and uh, is going to be something that is going to uh, really, I believe, shake this nation. Well, you know, uh, I've seen um, back in time. I've seen the May Day words before, and there was a play on the words at times where someone said. God is referring to to the month of May. Is there anything like that built into that word, or is it? I I don't know. Okay. I can't I can't definitively say that the month of May that this thing will happen. Okay. Only that what I heard was was uh, was this May Day May Day, okay. and it felt to be a distress and also um, a call to uh, like a warning call. Of something that is coming, yeah. Um, and and we need to we need to. Uh, I I don't and I didn't feel like it was something that wasn't going to happen, Steve. I felt like it was something that was coming, yeah. but the Lord said for uh, us to call upon His name, and the Prince of Peace uh, would actually be in the midst of the storm, and that we would see uh, the presence of God. Yeah, so, I mean, it's an intense word. You know, people don't, you know how Acts 2 uh, harkens back to Joel 2, which talks about blood and fire and pillars of smoke. And then in, in Joel 2, uh, Peter stands up and said, this is that that was spoken of by the prophet, you know. Uh, you know, and, and so we don't understand that when the glory comes and a great awakening revival comes, it's often in the midst of blood and fire and pillars of smoke. So, I mean, they, they sort of go hand in hand. It's a clash, right? Mm -hmm. Clash of the Titans, mm -hmm. if you will. Not that Satan's any mm -hmm. real clash for the Lord, but from our perspective, intercession is our, is our bread and butter. It's our currency. It's what moves the hand of God or stays the hand of God. So um, mayday, 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 right? Right, and and along with this, we can all 
in this word, I also saw a powerful releases of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So just as you're saying, there is um, uh, both uh, these clashes of light and darkness that are going to be happening. And, and I believe even in the midst of this darkness, there is a light that is going to be shining even brighter. And I really believe that the light, you know, when you look in the word of God, you, you, you never see darkness dominating light. Light naturally dominates darkness. Yeah. And so it's the driving out of, of darkness um, as it's being exposed. Good. You know, so which, good. which gets me to um, this word that I recently had in September uh, on, that I released on September 11th. Okay. Um, and it's called the number 70. And this was a powerful dream that I had in just recently. This is 2023 where the spirit of the Lord brought me into this place that seemed to be to me uh, a prison, yet it was an airport in a place where um, there was uh, a holding of people and uh, the potential release um, of of those that were being held in this place, which um, let me just stop here and say something concerning this this particular word, and that I believe that there is a part of it that is speaking to those that are being held right now um, by our government from the January sixth oh, okay. situation. Yeah. And there is a release of those uh, that are coming and a, a pardoning uh, of those that are being held in, um, in the prison right now uh, because of what had, had uh, transpired on January the 6th. So you're seeing that they're about to be, I don't know about, that's my words, not yours, mm -hmm. they will mm -hmm. be eventually pardoned. Yes, that's what that's what I that's what I am as I've been praying into this word. There seems to be this release, and I'm going to get into that because the reason that I uh, entitled this prophetic word the number seventy. Yeah. Um, because really, the number seventy is very significant in Scripture. Number one, number uh, seventy elders went up onto the mountain with the Lord with uh, Moses. And there was a place of feasting and a revealing of the Lord. Also, 70 years of captivity in Babylon uh, of the children of Israel. And uh, this in the book of um, Luke, as well as the Gospels, yeah. we see that there were 70 that were released. And they came back to the Lord rejoicing that the, even the devils were subject to his name. And Jesus said, I saw even Satan fall from heaven like lightning. So there's a lot of uh, portions in this word uh, with this number 70 that I'm going to talk about uh, that are really implying that there is a release from Babylon. There is an, uh, an encounter with uh, the Lord that's coming as well as greater authority that's being given to the church mm. at this time. 
Good. So uh, in this in this particular dream, I walked up to the counter with my passport in hand, and uh, this agent that was there, which I believe was uh, really symbolized a principality and a power, told me that I didn't have the right ticket in order to board this plane which I believe the plane symbolizes a new plane of authority. Again, a new realm that God is bringing the church into. Um, uh, um, uh, really, a lot, a lot is there symbolically. And I walked away from that in the dream, and suddenly the, the Spirit of the Lord came upon me in intercession, and I began to, I began to pray. And uh, the Lord told me, he said, return to uh return to the to the counter again and um i'm going to come and i'm going to bring salvation to my people and i'm going to uh bring liberty uh to those that are being held captive now in the dream it was like man the chaos that was all around us and seemed it seemed like darkness like we were yeah. just being held and in this place but when i went back up to the counter uh, it was the Lord, the principal, this power that tried to stop me, this entity that was trying to stop me from going uh, aboard this plane was gone. And the Lord was there at the counter. And when I approached him, I said, Lord, they're not allowing me to, um, get on the, on this, uh, go through this gate, uh, because I don't have the right ticket and the right number. And the Lord looked down at this board, this like board or clipboard that he had, this book. And he said, I found it for you and handed me um, this ticket. And when I looked down at the ticket, the ticket said uh, 70 on it. It was the number 70. And um, I said to the Lord, I said, what, what is your name? Because when you look in scripture and I've noted, and I've done this through um, my time uh, in encounters with the Lord and uh, just through history with God, that whenever you look in scripture and you see people having encounters with the Lord, they're having encounters with his nature. They're having encounters with a particular aspect of, of the Lord. And so uh, whether it's Abraham or Jacob, we, we see these different names are, are revealing the nature of the Lord. And so I said to the Lord, I said, what is your name? And the Lord said to me, Shani, which the name Shani means beautiful or God is gracious. Isn't that interesting? And, uh, you know, he just, I mean, I totally received that uh, as a word of the Lord, but it's so fascinating that he would give himself a name that's not in the Bible, not particularly holy sounding, and then you look it up. I love that. <laughs> well, well, you know, Jesus, Jesus tells us in the book of John, he says, he says, I am the door. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're in 5784, the year of the door. I had this actual dream before um, we entered into this Jewish New Year. Yeah. And what I actually believe the Lord is saying is that the gate that we are going through right now is the gate beautiful, which we see in Acts chapter 3. So there are those that are feeling like they are in a place of confinement, oppression, 
they are in a place like the the lame man at the gate beautiful that they cannot find liberty. They cannot walk through this gate because they don't have the right number. But the Lord is releasing this number right now, Steve. We are going through this gate. The Lord is going to lift us up out of despair, out of sorrow, out of the place uh, where we uh, are are, uh, confined, restricted, um, where we've been imprisoned. You know, hit a brick wall. We can't get beyond first. You know, past first. All of those analogies, right? Yes. Like- Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit elijahstreams.com/give and become a partner today. And, and we're going through this gate, and we're going, and and I believe the plane is not ju- is symbolic of another plane of authority. Another plane uh, of of um, the power and presence of of, of Jesus. Well, and the Lord this morning was speaking to me that uh, the plane also re- represents the plan, P L A N, of God mm. too. So we're taking to the new level of the plan of God, the plane of God. So this, that just was this morning. Wow. Yeah. And 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 this is where I believe that we are at right now, prophetically. I believe that these, even this last 10 days that we just came out of the, the 10 days of awe and yeah. this day of atonement that we are now entering in through this beautiful gate. And we're going to begin to see um, these displays of liberty. We're going to begin to see captives being set free. And that's why I bring up this po- part about the January 6th. Uh, those that are being held in, in lockdown and captivity, I believe that they will be a sign and a symbol to us of what the Lord is doing in setting and liberating the country, liberating the nation, and bringing people out of bondage. Um, I, I believe that's what we're going to begin to see. Now, the time frame of when that begins to transpire, I didn't see that. But what I am saying is that there is a release of the, the captives, those that are being held unlawfully, and the Lord is going to liberate them, deliver them. And I believe that it will be a sign of the liberation of America and the nation. Okay. So good, so good. So, so again, uh, I believe that there's a revealing of the bride of Christ. I believe that there's a revealing of the the power and presence of Jesus in this hour. This light and darkness. And, and is I wanted to ask you that you you've said that this is either the th- second or the third time you mentioned that on this show on this mm-hmm. what you're talking about. When you say the revealing of the bride of Christ, is that akin to? Um, I'm not saying this is the interpretation, but an interpretation of he's coming for a, a bride without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Is that the bride that's being revealed or what, you know, because usually when you say it's the revealing of the bride, it's this beautiful, there aren't ugly brides. I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, when I'm saying the revealing of the bride, it is the bride that Christ is coming for. Yeah, okay. And, and um I think that we're 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 going to our view of the bride yeah. um, really shifted for me ju- just uh, recently yeah. when I had this encounter. 
I was on September. I actually released this on September the 25th, had this a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but I saw the bride in a way that I had never seen her before. So can you we, describe it? What, I mean, did you see an actual, uh, like a rendering of, the, of a picture of what she would look like differently? Or just, yeah, tell me what she looked like differently now. Yeah, well, you you would always think of a bride as as wearing, uh, you know, just the, this white garment and, yeah. and everything, and that is true. But the but the bride that I saw on September that I released on September twenty fifth was a bride that was militant. She looked like a like a general in an army, and uh, it was it was much more of a a fierceness about her. Uh, than you know some of the ways that I've seen the bride described as just like this gentle. Oh yeah, you know, and we for for a number of years, I think we sold it in our Christian bookstore. I don't know if it's available now. Dennis can tell me, but it's a picture of the bride, a bride's dress. You don't see her face, I don't think, and and it's lifted up slightly so you see her ankles, and she's wearing army boots or a woman's version of army boots, and it's a beautiful. I mean, as you begin to talk about the bride. And once you look differently, I I went instantly mm -hmm. to that bride wearing army boots. I love that. That is totally, I think, what God is saying right now. Yeah, and and uh, this word that I released on the twenty fifth, it felt to me like a completion of another word that I had had several years really? ago. Yeah, and it was before the pandemic. I had had a word, uh, actually, a dream with bob jones in it yeah. and in this in this particular dream i was i i was in the garden of the lord and i'm watching uh these trees and they were like they were like budding and blooming and uh as i'm sitting there all of a sudden i see bob jones come walking in the garden and uh i yelled out to bob i said bob and he turned around he looked at me and he came and sat beside me in this in this dream and he said he said what do you see and i said well i see trees i see trees uh budding and he said boy those are almond trees <laughs> sounds like a jeremiah dream here and and all of a sudden he goes i want to show you something <laughs> and uh, the scene changes. I'm brought into an auditorium where the presence of God is at. The power of God is moving in a, in a powerful way. And um, the there are people around the altar. There are miracles that are happening, Steve. Deliverances that are taking place. And the And the minister is up ministering, but he is actually singing his sermon. It was like a, a prophetic song that was going forth. And I'm in the back, and Bob is standing next to me in this dream. And he goes, boy, he goes, there are two women in the church. And I go, two women? And he says to me, he says, yes. He says, it's the bride of Christ. And he, and he, and he like moved his hand like this and pointing at the people in this particular um, auditorium. And then he said, it's that witch Jezebel. He says, two women in the church, the bride of Christ and that witch Jezebel. Wow. And he said, and, and in the dream, he goes, 
He goes, watch this. And on the third row in this meeting, this particular person leans over to this other person and says, whispers in their ear and says to them, says, this isn't the Lord. This isn't God. We need to get out of here. This isn't God. And then it was like almost like a spell came over that person. Which person? The one saying which person? The one, the one that that the uh, spirit of Jezebel spoke into the ear of, and they lean over to the next person and they said the same thing. They said, "This isn't God. We need to get out of here." Now, in this dream, the man is the preacher stops and speaks to the spirit, and he says, "He says, woman, be quiet now." Hush your mouth. Stop talking. And the spirit goes like this, and it says, it says, I will not be silent. I will not be quiet. You can't tell me what to do. And suddenly people started to leave the meeting. And 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 Bob looked at me and said, It's going to take more than just one individual or ministry gift to silence this spirit. It's going to take the entire voice of the bride wow and the and 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 in the dream steve and at the time i didn't understand this but now we i know what it was i saw a line of people going into where the spirit was speaking and they all had masks on their faces were all covered like like the pandemic with the masks and suddenly i woke up this is something that we have just came out of right now, I believe, where the enemy was trying to silence the church, silence our voice. And they, if you remember, they were the, the enemy was trying through people trying to say, and, and if you do go to church, you can't sing. Don't sing because singing releases more germs or more, you know, so it's all of that stuff. Absolutely. And during when I, you know, it's like after you have these dreams and then we look back, mm-hmm. we go, oh, that's exactly what the Lord was saying. Um, and of course, during that, during this, these last number of years, we've seen the arising a, a of the bride, but we've also seen the attack yeah. of this spirit of Jezebel. Which brings me to this this word that I had uh, released on the twenty fifth because it was it was so awesome what I saw uh, transpire. And in this dream, I suddenly came face to face. Now, in the dream that I had with Bob, this was just a, a, a person that was there. I had never actually seen uh, the spirit of Jezebel until now. When I saw this spirit, it was frightening. The display of this demonic entity was uh, so deceptive uh, and uh, and and uh, just sinister. And in the dream, this spirit was attempting uh, to come and to. Uh, the, to 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 to, to uh, lay hands upon me, attempting to come um, 
And what the Lord spoke to me is said is that the spirit of Jezebel is attempting to prey upon the church and to destroy the voice of the prophets. Now, pray being P-R-E-Y, pray upon the church yeah. and destroy the voice of the prophets. And as the spirit came close to me, suddenly I saw this sheet, the purest, whitest uh, sheet come down and separate this spirit from being able to come near me. And it literally threw the spirit back. And I said to the Lord, I said, I said, what is that? And he said, that is the train of the bride's garment. Wow. It was the purest, whitest, like veil that I, I, I've ever seen, Steve. It was emanating light Gee, off of it. Love that. And um, and I believe uh, this. I mean, the train is the mantle of the bride, and this was a mantle of purity. It was a mantle of power, and it was separating us from that demonic demonic entity from attempting to prey upon the body of Christ and silence the voice of the prophets. This decade is, I believe, a revealing of the bride. But what the enemy has attempted to do is to silence the voice of the prophetic, to stop the bride from moving forward. Yeah, Because without the prophets, without the voice of the prophets, there is no eyes to see the direction in which we are going. And so the enemy has wanted to bind us and, and really put a, a muzzle over our mouth or a veil over our eyes. But the Lord is releasing right now the veil or, or the train of the bride's uh, uh, garment in order to separate us uh, from that spirit. Yeah. And I saw the scene suddenly changed. And now I'm in this room that's like light. And the, and the wall opens up in the room. And out of the out of this forest area and this wilderness area comes this other woman that looks militant. Hmm. And that, and I said, "Who is that, Lord?" And uh, the Lord said, "That's the bride of Christ, and she is coming to pray for the church and the prophets for an advancement uh, of 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 um." Uh, of the Lord in this hour. And on that, can, can you clarify a little bit what you're seeing in the sense of the bride who we often see as there, she's a mess because she's has got all these things and many of the big parts of the bride that are literally the bride, let's say even they don't even believe in prophets. They're still the bride of Christ. Can you clarify a little bit? How does the bride in that condition or a soon coming condition um, be so pure that it then then it comes and helps the prophets by separating. You know, what are you seeing 
it seems like the bride as we know it is a long ways from that. So how how is it that God's saying the bride's the one that's going to separate the enemy? Well, I believe it's uh, the bride uh, is a remnant church. The remnant of the bride. Right. Okay. So, I mean, and, and we can, I, I want to get into the weeds of, the, sure. of theology. Yeah, you know I, what I, I hear you. I mean, um, that's a... That's good. I, that just helps me. I think it helps most people because you're saying it's not that every single person who is part of the bride, it's like the remnant of the bride. And uh, yeah, it, we won't get into the weeds, but yeah, that helps. Yeah, and there's a and there's a militancy. Yeah. About this, about uh, what I had seen, like it was like, uh, like a there there was um. It was like a general and an army, and she, this 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 uh, the bride was like emanating light, mm. and it when when um, in the dream uh, there was a prayer like that uh, she she put her hand on my shoulder and started to pray, and all that was that was being released was strength and virtue and the presence of the Lord to the point to where when I came out of the dream and I was I was uh, awakened, the Spirit of God was literally all over me. I felt the tangibility of the presence of God, and I and I know that you've had uh, encounters with the Lord as well, Steve, where that were so tangible that when you woke up, it was like the it was the presence of the Lord was in the room. Yeah, and that's what it felt like. It felt like the it, that although this was a dream, this was an encounter. Yeah, in other words, you you might wake up saying, "I know this was a dream, but I was there. This just happened," kind of thing. Absolutely. That's and it felt like an impartational dream as well. And so there's an impartation that's happening right now for the bride. There is a, there is a a release of this purity and power that the Lord is giving to 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 us. Uh, and there is a separation that's happening right now. Good, good. Which is going to is going to affect our children. Um. It's going to affect uh, the the generation that um, the younger generation, um, because the you know the Bible says that in these last days God's going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. So so everyone uh, is going to be affected in these in these last days by the Spirit of God, and so that's where we're seeing exposure that's happening right now. But I, I believe that in the dream, it was more than just exposure of seeing the spirit. There is also uh, judgment because it's, there's difference between just exposure happening, which we've been seeing. Yeah. But there's also elements of darkness that, that are going to begin to be judged. And by judgment and being judged, another, it's almost like a synonym of that would be justice is coming visible justice is the same Absolutely. thing it's another way to say the same thing it's going to be judged ju the judge is going to decree it and we're going to watch it happen absolutely and i believe that we're going to begin to see these things not just uh in the and talk about them spiritually happening but we're going to begin to see some justice coming in the yes. natural 
And we've so, long, we've longed for that. I mean, ever since right. this whole pandemic started, never more as we wake up and wake up and wake up and we hear more and more evil uh, from the, the kill shots, pardon me, but that's what they are, um, to the masks, which are more cause worse health problems. We just want to see someone pay for this crime. And, I, and, and the vengeance belongs to God, but we want to witness it with our eyes, is maybe, maybe the way I could say it. I think the church has said, Lord, how long till you, I mean, in the, 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 say, the martyrs under the altars kept saying, even though they're in heaven under the altar, they're saying, how long, O Lord, till you, till you avenge our blood? That's really what the body of Christ is, is crying out, you know. Vengeance doesn't belong to us, but we want to see God win before our eyes. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. Prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies, that sort of thing. Yeah, which is what's happening. We're, we're seeing that table being set. Yeah. You know, this is 2023. And from what the Lord is saying to me is that we're in Psalm 23 and we are about to cross over into 2024, which is Psalm 24, the ascending of the hill, to the hill of the Lord. Oh, that's but good. who can ascend the hill of the Lord? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. That's good. Now, the generation in, 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 in Psalms 24 is the generation of Jacob. Which, um, you know, the, if we look at it, uh, Jacob is, a t- is like a type and a shadow in a sense of, of um, the church and in that he was a trickster, but God changed his name to Israel. So there is a changing uh, and a purifying and a purity that's coming so that we can, we can ascend the hill of the Lord. In the midst of all of that, um, there is a uh, judgment that's coming upon the enemy's camp. Good. Now there's a difference between people that are, that are functioning out of blindness. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And then those that are uh, satanically motivated. That's what the Bible calls the wicked, not those who are blind, right? Those who are blind, the God of this world's blinded. They don't even know they're, that's not the wicked, at least the way I'm seeing it. The wicked are those who, what you said, are intentionally wicked. They know they're wicked. They are Satan worshipers. They love being doing evil, right? Correct. That's correct. And 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 so then, and then you look at uh, the book of, um, for instance, you look at the book of Exodus. Yeah. And we we see that while they are in Egypt. There are uh, there are kings and pharaohs that while they are they do not serve Yahweh, yet they show grace towards the children of uh, of Israel, right? They show grace mm-hmm. towards the Hebrews, right? Because of um, the history and what had transpired uh, with. Um, Joseph with Israel in the nation, yeah. but then there became a king, a, a, a pharaoh who knew not the history, right? Yeah. But operated out of wickedness. Yeah. And when you look at it, um, eh, well, I guess we could just go for it today. I mean, we would just talk about this. 
uh, they're worshiping a, in a deity of Set, which is uh, which is this out of a satanic system, which is a spirit of chaos, uh, occultism, and and that is the very spirit that a Moses has to come up against in it to see the children of Israel set free and then to brought be brought into the promised land. That particular Pharaoh is serving that entity knowingly. There yeah. it isn't unknowingly. They are worshiping darkness. And they know and they're worshiping most, darkness. Yeah. I mean they they feel the evil and they love it. Correct. And that's where, and, and, and see, this is where we're at right now, Steve. The, the, all the, of the, of the covers are coming off. Yeah. All of the hiddenness of this, of, of the worship of Satan, the worship of the satanic system, the occultism that is, that is the underbelly and things that have been happening in this country and other nations secretly, mm -hmm. the, all those things are being uncovered right now. And and the and there's almost a purposeness to uh, the them wanting it to be revealed. There's a there is a a sense of uh, I don't know if I, I know you see this, Steve. Yeah. There there are those that are are uh, excited about this. They they want people to know. I mean, let's I, I let's look at the at what Zelensky just did with the with the woman that was uh, appointing her over the school over the restructuring of the schools and the things that are happening in the, in the, in Ukraine with her being uh you know the spirit cooker woman I can't remember yeah. what her name yeah, is. I don't remember her name she is an she is an open occultist an open occultist. There is no way that uh, the Biden administration, our United States government, does not know what this woman is. She was connected with Hillary Clinton. These things are 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 open worshiping of of this of the spirit of Set. These are demonic entities. What's that, by the, how do you spell that that name? The spirit of S S E T. Okay, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that one, but they you know they love it. They 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 pose for pictures using occultic symbols. They all use the same symbols. We're not going to do it here. Uh, and they 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 let those symbols be be published all over the world and all over the internet. They're telling everybody this is who we worship. We worship Satan, Lucifer, uh, Baal, all of those. And the set I hadn't heard the set one. Um, and they want you to know, and they want your death because this the. Part of their serving Satan is they got to cooperate with the depopulation of the earth. And so they're having fun. I saw one clip of somebody that didn't know they were being videoed and said, you know, depending on how you kill them, whether you beat them to death, da, 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 and they, she had a smile on her face. It was talking about us, all of us. They call us useless eaters. Anyway, I could go on, but that's wickedness. Yeah, it's pure wickedness. Yeah, and so there's a difference between those that are uh, blinded to darkness and are be are are uh, being used in, in in the way like a puppet. Yeah, and then there are those that are knowingly and willingly 
doing things uh, with these entities. And so we, we, are, we are not just seeing the exposure of it, but I believe that we're going to begin to see some judgment happening as a result of this open defiance of the Lord. Um, and do and, you see it, uh, Charlie, with the judgment happening, which is what we want before our eyes as much as possible, but the judgment happening, do you see it? And therefore, much of that occultism or most of it will be for a generation or two completely cleansed or nearly cleansed from the earth. What, what do you see when the judgment is finally poured out in our lifetime on this side of heaven during the generations we live? What, what will it look like after that? Well, I, I see it being pushed back to a term in, in a tremendous uh, degree. And I see many people coming to the Lord. We know that there's going to be a final, final harvest of souls yeah. before Jesus returns. And I, and I believe that we're going to see a, a one of the greatest revivals and the turning um, to the Lord that we've ever seen. I also believe that we're going to see nations that are, are sheep nations. We're going to see goat nations. But these sheep nations are nations that will see great um, turnings to the Lord Jesus Christ, nice. even, even in the governmental stru uh, structures of the nations, where they completely uh, turn uh, away from uh, darkness and the demonic and turn towards the Lord Jesus. So good, so good. Uh, well, we're getting close to the time. Do you have uh, one that you can do in the next five minutes or so, or do you want to go to prayer? What would you like to do in these last five Oh, let's. I, I think we should just pray. Good. And we have and, a couple more uh, words in here, but that will go out uh, on the Elijah list. Make sure you subscribe to there. It's always free. And that, that way, mm -hmm. anyone that didn't get to hear all of the rest of these will get it by their in their email in a day or two. So, yeah, I mean, there's great things that are coming, you know, with our children um, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and some Hello. things that I seen with children beginning to prophesy and release oh, wow. the, word of the Lord, as well as um, the Lord showing some uh, just real provision coming uh, for those that have stood and have been with, with the Lord uh, during this time. Very but I good. feel like there is an impartation today, Steve, okay. for those that are watching, uh, that the Lord wants to bring strength, encouragement, and he wants to release uh, his voice through the bride. So I want to pray today okay. for all those that are watching. So Father, in the mighty yeah. name of Jesus, yeah. I thank you for the arising and the revealing of yeah. the bride of Christ. Father, I thank you for this pure garment that you showed me, this, this garment, this, this mantle of purity and power that you're releasing to separate the church from the spirit of Jezebel, the wickedness and witchcraft uh, that the enemy wants to bring and destroy your body and your prophets. Lord, I thank you for the bride of Christ arising, this remnant woman coming out of the wilderness with a sword in her hand and a militancy in her eyes. Father, I thank you for the anointing 
being released upon each and every one that is watching the broadcast today as well as those that will watch later. Lord, I ask you to strengthen them, encourage them, and release your voice through them. Lord, I'm praying for dreams, for visions, for encounters with the Holy Spirit like never before in this season. As we are in this new year, the year of the open door, Lord, I ask you uh, to bring people in to encounters with you. Just as John was on the Isle of Patmos in Revelation 4, Lord, you showed him an open door. And Lord, there's a calling that is going forth to your remnant bride to come up to a higher place. Lord, I thank you that we are entering into a time of that divine number, that 70. Lord, I thank you. There's a release of the divine authority and power. There is a calling to go through this beautiful gate that you are are bringing us into a greater plane and a greater plan, Lord. Uh, the plan of the Lord being released, the blueprint of heaven being given. And God, I thank you that we are going to rejoice, not just in the downfall and destruction of principalities and powers as they, as they are discharged from the second heavens, but Lord, that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Yes, and those that are being saved during this time, mm. Lord, that there will be a great rejoicing at the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in various cities and nations around the world. Lord, we thank you for the turning and the changing uh, in this season and the great supernatural release of your spirit upon all flesh in this hour. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Charlie, anything you want to, let's go ahead and put Charlie's full uh, website to make sure everyone can see it. Say it, uh, it's destinyencounters.com or what is it? There it is. Yeah, destinyencounters.com is our website. And of course, you can find us on on, Any particular uh, uh, venue coming up that you'd like people to be aware of that you're going to be at or... Well, we got our uh, Fire, Oil, and Glory conference here in Moravian Falls. It's going to be myself, David Herzog, uh, and Joshua Mills. Steve Swanson is going to be doing the worship. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and Charlie Robinson and and the guys that used to uh, uh, play with Kim are going to be coming as well. Oh, yeah. This is our... You know, I got to, I think I put that team together by accident, but I called them together one time in... uh, at JPC where we used to have our conferences and Steve Swanson was the, was our new guy that I'd been bringing in. But then we had David, uh, new, uh, Dave Newman. What does he do? Have, oh, I thought you were going to put pictures up there, but Dave Newman, uh, Charlie, uh, gosh, there, I can't think of Charlie that played the bass. Am I thinking, mm-hmm. forgetting anyone, Dave and Charlie, there might've been one more. Oh, and, and Sunil, is Sunil coming to play drums on that? Uh, not, not Sunil. We have David coming. Uh, and I can't remember David's last name, but he, he's going to be, Dave, Dave will be with us. Well, Dave Newman's the guitar player. And then yeah. there's a drummer who's going to be uh, ministering as well. And I got to tell you, Steve, last year was off the charts. So uh, there's were prophetic words that were released, uh, very significant. It's a time of the presence and the power of the Lord here in Moravian Falls. And it's our premier conference. 
and uh is it kind of like just, a head of the year thing kind of or mm, yeah 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 and and i mean it was so powerful last year we had oil literally coming off the walls oh really the, really in, yeah there i mean it was people were being carried out of the meeting the prophetic was off the charts you know of, of course you're going to have that with 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 charlie and and steve and all the guys we just got into a realm of the prophetic tapped into um that uh you know, aspect of the prophetic minstrel yeah. wow. and just God started showing so many things. And, um, it was an awesome time. So we want to encourage those that are able to come to be here and so to good. participate. Yeah. With yeah. I hope you all will, because you, you, you won't be sorry for that, man. That's a powerhouse. Jeez. Unbelievable. Okay. Man, I wish I was there myself. I don't think I'm going to be able to go, but wow. All right. Well, God bless you all. David Herzog will be with us in the morning. Thank you again, Charlie, very, very much. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.